Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Folds, and I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, July 13th, 2021 in the Gregorian calendar and the 4th of of 5781 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Charges of contact with a foreign agent and passing information to an enemy were brought against Yaqub Abu al-Kian, a Bedouin millionaire, yesterday. He even ran for Israeli Knesset in the past. It is alleged that he passed information to a Lebanese Iraqi man who then gave it to Iranian intelligence. Shin Bet Security Services report he supplied information that was of no value, but kept his contact updated on what was going on in Israel. The accused's attorney says his client is loyal to the state of Israel and denies any and all allegations. And I know what you're wondering. How did this guy make his millions in the construction industry? He's been detained for the charges for 20 days now. We'll keep you updated. Funds donated to Hamas in the form of cryptocurrency were seized by the National Bureau for Counter-Terror Financing. The Bureau was able to hack past the supposed anonymity that cryptocurrency provides in order to freeze the money, some of which was destined for Hamas's military wing. This seizure comes after an uptick of donations sparked by the most recent conflict. The CEO of the Israeli Bitcoin Association says the Bureau's ability to stop the trans Transferring of funds to Hamas is evidence that Bitcoin is a safe currency. Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas met with the president of Turkey in Istanbul this last weekend. The two reportedly discussed Palestinian-Turkish relations, Palestinian political parties, and the Israel-Palestinian conflict. The Turkish president, a vocal critic of Israel, states peace in the region cannot be achieved until Israel ends what he calls oppressive policies. The men also discussed the humanitarian situation in the West Bank and Gaza, as well as strategies to bring together the PA, or the Palestinian Authority, Fatah, and Hamas, three different governing wings. Here is a fantastic personal story. My excellent tour guide friend Ari Pulver is hosting a birthright group here in Israel this week and he referenced me to his group once revealing my name and the Israel Daily News podcast brand during his story to them. One of the students on the tour jumped up out of her seat saying she's a big fan of our show and that she listens to us daily from Boulder, Colorado. Lily Gross Thank you for your loyalty to the Israel Daily News podcast and thank you for taking the time to inform yourself about Israeli news and affairs. Enjoy your 10-day trip to Israel. You have the most fantastic, knowledgeable storyteller tour guide, Ari Pulver. Trust me, it does not get better than that and I have been on different trips. I have led many trips. You really have the cream of the crop. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, send over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I come up with myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in being up to date on Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, 
our world politics. We have one central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and it'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, too. You can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on social media at IsraelDaily.News as well as Shanafold. My name has two ends in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. Last night's Sunset Series with Hillel Neuer was a huge hit. We had a big turnout at the Capella Bar on the 14th floor, and every single guest thanked me for the for the event on their way out the door saying that they really enjoyed it and that it was very exciting to hear Hillel Neuer live and in person. Neuer is a friend and also the executive director of UN Watch which is a watchdog organization sorely needed for the United Nations which Hillel says routinely invites the wrong people to become the face of human rights activism. Neuer frequently represents Israel's case at the United Nations and mentioned that Israel is the only country in the world that has a day at the UN singled out just to tear the country apart. No other nation gets their own day for criticism. Only Israel. Very interesting. Thank you for your lifelong dedication to this cause, Hillel Neuer. Some quick news updates before we go. Opposition leader and former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is publicly slamming current Prime Minister Naftali Bennett for working with Jordan, which is an ally to Israel, by the way. Israel is set to double the amount of water exported to the country since it is in a drought. Netanyahu says what Bennett doesn't understand is that Jordan is giving its oil to Iran, which is Israel's arch nemesis, and with good reason. Iran's leaders time and again threaten to wipe Israel off the face of the map with long-range missiles and atomic bombs. Netanyahu is referring to the creation of a potential future pipeline from Iraq through Jordan to Egypt, which would give Iran economic power to continue developing its nuclear programs. The idea was proposed in 2013, but has never been agreed upon. The leg that would extend into Egypt was never signed. Jordan would likely not funnel oil through this pipeline since Jordan doesn't really have much oil. The idea would be, though, to facilitate it for the other countries, including Iran, and that is what Netanyahu is saying is a big no-no and a danger. Here's a real high school mean girls story. Hezbollah, the terrorist group hailing from Iran and present in Lebanon through this is their proxy and other places around the world, took out the time to release a video from 2006 when they abducted Israel Defense Force soldiers Sergeant Eldad Regev and Sergeant Ehud Goldwasser. The footage shows the Hezbollah assault and seizure of the two. The video is meant to commemorate the 15th anniversary of this incident, which spurred the Second Lebanon War in 2006 between Israel and Lebanon. Which, by the way, I'm knees deep in research on this at the moment. Reading about this historical event every afternoon, so I'm getting really caught up on the details there. The video also shows the Hezbollah fighters crossing from Lebanon into Israel and then firing at an IDF vehicle. That's when they took the bodies and carried them back over the border from Israel into Lebanon. And all of this happens before an explosion pops off. 
So that's the video that they released today in what they say is a celebration. Daily COVID cases are reaching 730 per day in Israel, and it is the highest that it has been since March of this year. 45 people are in serious condition with 10 on ventilators, using ventilators to breathe. There are currently 4,623 active cases in the Holy Land. A month ago, there were just 200. The positivity rate is just 1.33%, which is a bit higher than what was originally thought. Healthcare workers noticed a glitch in their system this week and said numbers were actually higher than they had been reporting based off of their system analytics. Four people died this week from COVID-19, including two fully vaccinated 85 and 86-year-olds who were married to one another and both suffered from pre-existing conditions but ultimately died with COVID. A 75-year-old woman and 48-year-old man died as well. If you're planning to fly into Israel, here is what you've got to know. Take a COVID test before leaving for and upon arrival in Israel. So you got to take one before and one when you get into the airport and you can pay for that in advance. Don't travel to high infection rate countries. Anyone who returns from a country listed as a risk must enter isolation. Anyone coming from anywhere, vaccinated or not, must enter isolation for 24 hours or until they receive a negative COVID test result, whichever one comes first. Children under 12 who are unvaccinated are required to isolate for 10 days. Anyone who is not vaccinated or recovered is required to quarantine for 10 days. Banned countries include Uzbekistan, Belarus, Brazil, South Africa, India, Mexico, and Russia. High-risk countries that require isolation. So, by the way, those that I just said, those countries are banned. High-risk countries include United Arab Emirates, Seychelles, Ecuador, Ethiopia, Bolivia, Guatemala, Honduras, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Namibia, Paraguay, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Kyrgyzstan, and Tunisia. There's an interesting read in today's Times of Israel blog section by a, na a man named Gerard Human, who says Jerusalem's mayor Moshe Leon is moving forward on tons of new developments because he's being influenced by big money. Human ultimately says that the people on staff approving such constructions around the city are not doing it with enough foresight and city planning, which is making the city or going to make the city ugly. I'll read you his strongest paragraph in the article. What is needed urgently is an up-to-date master plan that includes a three-dimensional building appendix showing clearly the proposed situation. Instead, we have the unremitting pressures of entrepreneurs who dominate the decision-making process through their connections and money for their own private interests. Speculative building is extremely dynamic. No one, including Jerusalem's mayor, has the slightest idea where all of this is leading. Human also says that the city's engineer is, quote, lacking even the most minimal qualifications for the role, end quote. I thought that was an interesting story. Not, you know, not my opinion. Highlighting this man's opinion, I thought it was very interesting and worth further research. Rudy Rochman, a famous social media star who defends Israel and tries to have honest dialogue with people surrounding the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, is missing. 
We interviewed him on our show back in December about his film that he's making. He's in Africa filming this. It is called We Were Never Lost, and it's about the Jews in Africa, Jewish people in Africa that descended from tribes that many people consider lost, and they actually are in Africa, some of them. Rochman has been unusually off Instagram and WhatsApp for days now and isn't replying to messages. It is believed that he's been detained in Nigeria, where he's filming, though rumors spread that he was kidnapped. Apparently, it was after interviewing a leader who outwardly opposes the current government regime. Rochman has reportedly been arrested with two other Israelis. He was in Nigeria with a Sefer Torah, or a Bible, that he was bringing to the community there. Apparently, Israel's foreign ministry is working with the Nigerian authorities to find out what happened. We reached out to our foreign ministry media partners asking for a statement. If I get any new information, I will keep you updated. And finally, this is a story I am thrilled about, so thrilled about it, that I actually chose it as our final story of the day because I like to choose something exciting and fun as the final story of the day. And this is so exciting and thrilling for me that I'm actually choosing it as our kicker. Dog owners in my beloved city of Tel Aviv might have to start providing a DNA sample for their dogs when receiving or renewing their dog ownership license. This is all in an effort to keep the streets clean from dog doo-doo. The city court approved an amendment to the municipal law making it obligatory for dog owners to do this. This would help inspectors match dogs to the samples they collect on the streets and then the owner would receive a fine. They will also be responsible for paying for the samples and testing. The law is now waiting for the Ministry of Interior approval. I am dying for this law to go into effect. Seriously, cannot wait. The dog poop on the sidewalk is awful, awful, awful. And I have literally stopped people and told them that they needed to clean up after their pets. I have gotten into arguments about it on the street. It's just atrocious, and I've thought of actually making a campaign about this, and I've talked to people about creating a campaign, but I'm a busy lady, and I did not get around to it. I guess this approach works best because you don't always catch dogs and their owners in action. This would be a great way to penalize them retroactively. I can't get behind this law enough. If you have a dog, you are responsible for it, and you must clean up and pick up after them. And if you hate me for this message, then good, because I hate you. All right, well, that is it for today's show. Today is Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 24 degrees Celsius and a high of 31 degrees. That's 76 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 87 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. Our website is back up where you can automatically sign up for the newsletter. Check out IsraelDaily.News. Thank you to Sophia J for today's political stories and Farrah Fold, who's with our team as a business development intern for the summer, plus Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'll send you off today with Walking to Twilight by Erica Kroll. She's a talented Israeli DJ, and this is one of her latest 
kids. Have a great and productive day, and I'll be back here with you tomorrow.